do design decisions involve value judgments? Andy Halliwell has gone and posted this question on LinkedIn as part of our redesigning D&T project and debates. I think this is a really tricky one to answer and our expert group felt that it was an important question that needed debating. Do design decisions involve value judgments? I think firstly, I'd be saying, what do you mean by a value judgment, a values judgment? And maybe in your response to Andy's question, you'll explore what you understand and what your views are of what value judgments are and then whether they actually impinge on or affect the design decisions that designers make and also that children make in D&T lessons. So do join the debate. We're always open to conversation and discussion on this. But for now, on to the next episode. This is the Talking D&T podcast, episode 58. Welcome to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas and opinions about D&T. Well, it's good to be back. I've taken quite a long break since beginning of December 2020 to coming back to recording the first podcast of 2021. I finished the end of last year, as I'm sure many of you did, absolutely exhausted with all of the switching backwards and forwards from online to face-to-face and back again for teaching. And it would have been easy to have dwelt on the lows. You know, for many of you, like me, have been fleet of foot in what we did last year in terms of education and teaching. We've had to alter work and life balance. We've cancelled trips and looked forward to holidays that we've then had to postpone. So as I said, I thought I'd start this year with rather than looking forward, I'm going to take a moment to think about the positive of last year in what I did in the podcast um, and other work to encourage you to think about, if you haven't done already, you might not be as late to the game of reflecting on 2020 as I am, about what did you achieve in your DNT life and your work that you did in 2020. What prompted me is I get um, emails from uh, my podcast hosting uh, website to tell me about different achievements and different things that I've done. And so that prompted me to think, crikey, I did all of that in 2020 with the podcast. So I'm going to share some of those and some of the other highlights for me around other work I've done in DNT that, as I said, might hopefully get you to think about what were your highlights in DNT for 2020. So in 2020, I published 47 DNT uh, talking DNT episodes. The first one was episode 11, diving into the curriculum and DNT capability, which I published on the 7th of January. And the last was Talking with Liz Alton, which was published on the 7th of December. It totaled 14 hours of content. That was about 864 minutes or 51,899 seconds for your listening pleasure. That's how Buzzsprout have termed it to me. The most popular episode last year was episode 30, Decolonising the DNT Curriculum, which I published in June. And that was a a midweek podcast I normally publish on a Tuesday morning and I I did that one midweek in response to 
what was happening in the news at that point and continues to be in the news quite rightly about Black Lives Matter. From there, I had lots of fantastic conversations with people and provocative conversations, ones that challenged my position, which is one of the privileges of doing the podcast is I get to talk to people on the podcast and outside the podcast about some of the topics that I raise. And from that, I'm hoping to have a couple of podcasts this year with Rose Sinclair at Goldsmith University talking about some of the issues and some of the things that we need to think about in design and technology about decolonising the DNT curriculum. That podcast was actually downloaded 227 times, which is kind of quite phenomenal. Well, for me in my little world, it's quite phenomenal. Other people doing podcasts might go, that's just a drop in the ocean. But no, that was great. And it was great that that was the the most downloaded um, episode of 2020. The shortest episode was episode 42, when I told you all I was taking a break over the summer. And the longest, unsurprisingly, was me and Eddie talking about DNT and epistemology, and it lasted 46 minutes and 21 seconds. That's a that's a pretty short record for conversations with me and Eddie. We've already had one this year, uh, an early evening chat over Baileys. I really kind of feel I have hit 50 when I'm having Baileys in the early evening. But we've already had our first conversation of 2021, and we hope there'll be more of those in the rest of the year that we'll be sharing on the podcast that hopefully might get you thinking about design epistemology in the context of design and technology. In terms of things I did outside the podcast in DNT, I had a book published. You might have heard about it, Learning to Teach Design and Technology. I got another book contract with Routledge to do the second edition of the Debates in DNT book, and that's currently got 20 chapters, and I know all the contributors are busy writing away. They're due to get their chapters to me uh, in beginning of March. We've already had some fab conversations in December about their chapters. I've got a book in draft with Eddie. Guess what? It's about DNT epistemology and some of the issues. Um, as well as doing stuff about design and technology, I also do stuff about writing. And you might have picked that up from some episodes I did uh, sort of November, December time about getting DNT teachers writing. But I do quite a lot of stuff within the university and outside with other universities about writing. I had a paper published, which isn't to do with DNT, but it's to do with something that I'm finding useful for me to get writing, but also in terms of supporting DNT teachers and the DNT community in writing. And I had an article out with Cleaps, um, which me and Dave Parry talked about in an episode back in about September, October. I did a little bit of online training. I know we've all done a lot of online teaching, but the opportunity has arisen that because we're online, it's easier to talk to different groups. And so I found that a number of different organisations contacted me and asked me if I would um, do some online training or do a webinar. And so one of the highlights of that for me was working with, I think it was about 13 uh, DNT subject leads across the DRET Academy Trust. I did that in November. We talked about DNT capability, DNT knowledge and research. And I really enjoyed that. I had planned to be delivering a keynote online for a conference in Australia, but unfortunately that has been had to be cancelled and postponed till 2022. Um, that was a keynote I was doing with Eddie, but we're going to record that as a podcast. 
And one of the really fun things I did was a webinar with Sarah Davis, my really good friend, Sarah Davis, and Matt McLean, who's also a really good friend. The three of us talk regularly about design and technology. Me and Sarah talk about lots of other things as well. Um, and I've had both of us on the podcast last year. But we did a webinar in relationship to the Learn to Teach book. Did I mention I had a book out? Um, where we'd all had a chapter and we we did a webinar for student teachers. And, and that went down really well. We had over 35 student teachers join us from across the world. Actually, it wasn't just UK based. I've also had lots of really lovely conversations with people on the podcast who I'd not sort of spoken to much before, not spoken to for a long time. Um, as I said, I ended the year talking to Liz Alton. It was really fantastic to hear about the online stuff that she's doing for DT teachers. Um, please excuse the noise in the background. That was a dog shaking himself. He's desperate for me to take him out for a walk. I had a long conversation with Diana Chillerton, who people might remember um, if you're England-based, was the Ofsted lead for DNT a few years ago. That was a, that was a fun conversation. Had a couple of conversations with Liam Anderson, um, a former student teacher. There were there were others along the way, um, and I'm hopefully going to have some uh, later this year. I don't know how many of those I'm going to do because. Um, Planning interviews and recording them and transcribing them all of that takes quite a while. So I'm kind of having to try to measure how I'm going to pace myself in, in doing those. But if you think you've got something to say, then please do drop me an email. I might talk about it or might get you to come and talk about it on the podcast. The other thing that I worked away along quietly um, and it's just come live this week. So that's the week beginning the 11th of January is I've got a new website. I started working on that with a web designer, I think back in about May, and it's taken a long time, but we finally got there. Uh, it wasn't him, it was me producing all the content for it. Um, but that looks absolutely brilliant. And you should, hopefully, if I get this sorted before I publish, you should be seeing the new colours that I'm using for the podcast that also link to the website. So what have you got from the podcast and the work that you've engaged with that's been my whether it's a webinar or whether it's my writings or other things that you've engaged what what have you got from those things but what I'm really interested to hear back is about what have you got from the podcast um I've got a survey that's live at the moment I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll put a tweet out a few times as well over the next couple of weeks but I'm just asking for some feedback it's good for me to know whether this is of any use. I kind of do it for my own fun and benefit. I I don't get paid for doing this. No, I don't, I'm not sponsored. That's not a request for sponsorship. I quite like doing it off my own bat. It means that I can talk about what I want, when I want, where I want and with whom I want. Um, But yeah, I'm really open to having comments, thoughts, suggestions to help me shape this year's podcasts. There may or may not be as many as 47. There may be more. There may be less. But I really would welcome your input. As I said at the start, you know, it's really been a tough time. Some of us have lost loved ones. Um, we've got friends, colleagues, family members who are affected by COVID, whether through ill health or indirectly through impact on jobs or home situation since early March last year. And those trials and difficulties are continuing to go on, but we hope the end is in sight. And it has been difficult to keep ourselves and loved ones safe alongside supporting students, whether they're in schools, colleges or universities. But it has been 
just warming all the time to see the kindness and generosities of strangers, new friends and the DNT community online, sharing ideas, thoughts, schemes of work, worksheets, videos, CPD and so on. It hasn't surprised me. It has truly warmed me and it speaks to me really highly of the strength and the kindness of the DNT community and I find it a real privilege to be part of that. So here's to 2021, continuing to work together to support the development and the shaping of design and technology education, which we all know is the best subject on the curriculum. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Talking DNT podcast with me, Alison Hardy. You can connect with me on Twitter at Hardy underscore Alison. Show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website, alisonhardy.work. Thanks for listening.